0: Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) We're still talking about blessing, walking in the blessing. Last week, we we talked about what blessing is, how to walk in it, and what the difference is between blessing and worldly success. And we're just going to continue on. The next question was why do bad things happen as a christian and that's something i think everyone's wondered it's like why if god's so loving and he loves us why does he even allow this stuff and it's like even if you're one of his children already why do the bad things happen and then you notice like with the christian world they still go through stuff they still go through the same things the world does so what is going on there and we'll we'll yeah. discuss that and we'll start with Keith.
1: Yeah so it's, it's a question that many of us have and uh, I've had a lot of thought about this question and I didn't it's uh, hard to grasp some kind of understanding because we just want to know why do these things happen when especially when we're a Christian and we we give our best and do good things but Reading the Word of God, it does say, and some of us don't like this scripture, and when I say that, what I mean by that is that sometimes we don't always want to know the truth. But Jesus said, you will have trouble in this world, but I have overcome. So we need to be able to trust God in everything we do. It's all about relationship. Even when we're pleasing God and communication with God and doing what he says to do, We can still get, and we still have bad things happen. But a lot of these times, it's uh, just an opportunity, which I've learned in my personal experience, it's an opportunity for God to absolutely, Mm. supernaturally Mm. do something that we could never imagine, think, or desire in our own strength. Mm. Mm. So it's an opportunity for God to move where we think it's the worst thing happening In fact, God is preparing us for the next. Mm. And going through bad things, the way I see it is not I'm not going through a bad thing. I'm going through a challenge where it's an opportunity for me to grow in my character. It's an opportunity to grow in the grace of God. It's an opportunity to be able to minister to other people where I've experienced how it feels to be really down, to be really depressed, to be really in a dark place. Yeah. Sometimes... And not all the time, but sometimes there's there's another part of that where we get ourselves into trouble. We refuse to listen to the Word of God. Mm. We reject the Word of God. Our mind wants something nice to hear sometimes. We don't always want the truth. God warns us sometimes. And He said, I want you to go this way. I want you to talk to this person now. I want you to detour. It can be so many things. Mm. I've had many situations where... God, I'm driving right and he said, go this way or go turn left here. Yeah, Keith, don't rush. I want you to take your time but pull over for a moment because I don't want you on that road at that time. It's all about relationship and sometimes we get into, uh, into trouble because God is warning us as a child, you know, I want to keep you safe, my son, my daughter. Mm. Listen to my words but sometimes we are not obedient. So we get ourselves into trouble or unnecessary delays, unnecessary weight and and pain in our life. Mm. So the good news is we can overcome this trouble, which we'll probably talk about. Yeah, Everyone has a fair share of trouble in their life. It can look different for each person, but we need to know who can get us through and just be real and know that God can get us through that. So listen to the word of God, listen to what God's saying, open yourself up to God because he will avoid unnecessary pain. Mm. He will get you into a place where he's preparing you. And sometimes we think, oh, man, for example, I remember applying for jobs, many jobs, and there was two in particular when I had the interview. I was so confident. um, I was confident in every interview. I was confident in communicating, you know, about my goals, how I want to achieve this and do that, and my experience and then I got disappointed because I found out the the same employer said yes to me and they changed their mind the same day saying no, we're not taking anyone. And we think, "Oh, why does this bad stuff happen? I'm a good I'm a good person, I'm a good guy." But it's not about that. It's about knowing God, what God is saying in his opportunity because you may be there. It's a bigger picture. And it's mm-hmm. not about you. Yeah. It's about how he's working on your character, how he's positioning you to get onto the next journey. So that's what I've learned. Not all bad things are bad things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bad things can just be opportunities to excel and yeah. to launch ourselves into our destiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when you know you're in the wrong and did the bad things, the reason that you're in this bad situation is because you made a bad decisions. You made bad choices. But God reminds us, He's forgiven us. Mm-hmm. We have to confess our sin, turn away from that sin, hate evil, and go back to Him. We have to be able to recognize the fact that we need God. And He will not delay His intervention when we simply yeah. ask in the worst situations. The bad situations, guys, will happen. It happens to the most elite. It most it happens to uh, the world's famous pastors. mm people don't come become successful overnight or people in the limelight people on the tv people in the magazines they all have their fair share of trouble they yeah. may not just express that and how many people you find out that after many years we can have we can we can sense that we know a celebrity by their you know the whole acting thing through movies and tv series we think they have the world we think oh man they have an easy life but we don't know what they're doing when they have those bad moments. Mm. Whereas a Christian, thank God mm. that we can have an opportunity to see God move. There's an opportunity for us to grow. So there's a lot to say, so I'll condense that. You can either go down further in a bad situation or rise above it. Mm. If you sink, sink down in a bad situation or a bad thing that happens, if you don't deal with it and let God move with it and open our heart, it's harder to face the next. Yeah, that's right. Jamison, you got anything to add?
2: Yeah, my answer is very simple. Uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're exempt from problems. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're exempt from trouble. It doesn't mean you're exempt from trials or tribulations. Just because you have faith, it doesn't make it doesn't mean that all these things disappear. And there was something that um, our bishop, Dr. Kirby, said that really impacted. I believe this revolutionized my life. He said, "Faith." I'm paraphrasing here, but he says, "Faith doesn't. Um, it doesn't." Sorry oh, I was going to say that it doesn't um it doesn't exempt you from problems, but it teaches you how to navigate through it, okay. mm. so, yeah, Jesus had problems, he had many problems he had a lot of people, he had demons literally in the face of him, trying to distract him from the ministry, trying to shut down the mission that he had, so it's going to come like you know this is yep. Jesus the you know the king above all kings, he had to come across problems all the time, yeah. But you know that didn't make him exempt from it. Instead, he saw it as opportunity, like mm. as as Keith said, problems are just opportunities. They're just opportunities for God to reveal Himself to God to show you, mm. um. You know, so just because you're saved, it doesn't mean you're exempt. Yeah. And if anything, I really like what you said, Keith. Like, not all bad things are bad things, and yeah. And I've got a scripture to back that up. So, in Romans eight twenty eight. We know this scripture, and I'll say, I'm reading from the Berean study, BSB. It says, and we know that God works all things, Mm. all things. Is that just, is it just the good things? No, it's all things. God works all things together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. God is interested in character. He's interested in your heart, and he will do whatever it takes in his sovereign power. To enable you to live in the purpose that He has for you, and I know um, my, my brother Gerard here, like you went through a tough time, right? Like through depression and the, the losing of your mum. Yeah. But if anything, that catapulted you into the desire to to share the gospel. It it, does, it it catapulted you into wanting to let others know that there is salvation for those who come to Jesus. And you know that a part of that in your life, it molded you into a person to who you are today. Yeah. And so we go through these challenges. We go through all these problems. But our attitude needs to be: No, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to come to Christ, and this is an opportunity for Him to cause me to grow. Mm. So, yeah, we're not living a fairy tale. We're we're living in reality. Problems are here. Yeah. Sin is still here. The enemy is still here. Temptation is still here. Mm. But we have the faith to go through, and we have the faith to overcome. Yeah. So that's uh my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that encourages whoever's listening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Guada's take.
3: Cool. <laughs> I think, um, I think I've think i heard this before from, from Pastor Chris. I believe she said that as long as we live on earth, there's going to be problems. As long as we live in the flesh, there's going to be problems. Mm. And I just want to remind you guys, the fight is not about you and the devil. The fight is him and God. Okay. Mm. And I think also like majority of the time we blame God for something that we do. Because mm. <laughs> like, we can step out of the blessing. We can we can step out of the protection. We can do that. Yeah. God's word is final. Yeah. God says God says who he is, okay? He doesn't change. We're the one that changed. And yeah. A lot of the time we blame him for something that we did. Yeah. That we did wrong. Yeah. But um yeah, like I said, um that we we're going to have problems, we're going to have trials as long as we live. But um I just wanna share this verse here in James one. Verse 12, it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Verse 13, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. See, it's not God. (laughs) Mm. God doesn't tempt evil, okay? For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured, lured <laughs> and enticed by his own desires. Then desire when it has conceived conceived gives birth to sin, mm. and sin when it's fully grown brings forth death. Yes. So it yeah. says very clear here that God doesn't tempt evil. Okay? Where we are the ones that are being lured by our own mm. desires. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But here it says who remains steadfast under trial, we will receive the crown of life. Okay, as long as we live as long as we live, the enemy is not going to stand and watch us watch us live the life that God yeah. has for us. He's not going to. I think it's also in James 4, he, he seeks whom he may devour. Yeah? Like a roaring ro- lion. But it's not a lion, he's like a roaring lion, okay? Because we are the real lions. So, yeah, the, the, the fight, the trial will be there. But if you remain steadfast in God's word and believe who, who God says we are, right the word talks about that we are overcomers if <laughs> if god says we are overcomers if there's no problems what what is there to overcome right. yeah we are overcomers we are mm. conquerors <laughs> with these trials with these tribulations okay yeah. so yeah there's going to be bad things that's going to happen as long as we live okay but praise god that we we're not alone in this we're not alone in the fight yeah fight the good fight of faith that's in in yeah. in first timothy i believe yeah fight the good fight of faith mm-hmm. so we're doing something <laughs> yeah. so yeah praise god be encouraged you're not alone holy spirit with you jesus is with you okay read his word <laughs> stand in his word know yeah. who you are in god <laughs> amen
0: amen that's really good i'm guessing Guada stole yours <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep
4: <laughs> you betcha yeah i was going to say that how can you overcome how can you be more than an overcomer? Um, How can you be more than a conqueror if you've yeah. got nothing to overcome or to conquer? Yeah. Yeah. And Keith also took what I, what I was going to say. Guys. So no, it's all right. Yeah, because it's all about... You can say um, it again. Say it again. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll say it again we in need a more of it. different oh, angle. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, have you have you ever prayed, God, I want to change. God, I want to... <laughs> I want to grow, and yes. then all these <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all these crap things. Dangerous, to you? <laughs> dangerous prayer. Yeah, yes. dangerous prayer. Good prayer. Lord, good prayer. I'll uh, purify my heart. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here that's we That's go. fire. That's fire. <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because yeah. Because uh, yeah. that's where all the bad things gonna like it's gonna happen. Mm. You're, you're, you 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 ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So and. Um thank you Jesus. So there's a there's a time like mm, quite recently where I was like asking God or like God I want more. I want to grow. Mm. And then um I won't go too into detail <laughs> but uh got into a situation where like I got introduced to people and like you know challenging and and that's not like um to criticize them, but because they've gone through, you know, traumatic stuff in their life. And I'm like, I specifically heard God say, take them in. And then after all this stuff, like, it's just like continuous, like pummeling. Like I felt, I felt like I was getting attacked. Like mm. that's what it felt like. But then um, at the end of it, like that, that season is now over. And now I see like, in the middle of it actually i'll say this first like i questioned god did i hear you right, right. <laughs> did i hear you right when you said to take them in and and um but now i realize now that it's all over in hindsight you know you know what they say like hindsight is is the greatest teacher like i i see now that it has taught me so much you know one yeah. thing that i've learned from that is that i see now it has really birthed in me a heart to help people, um, in in counseling, in into realizing their true identity, yeah. and that was and that was revealed to me through those you know bad times, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, through through those attacks. Um, so yeah, what Keith said, you know, bad times, bad things aren't always bad things. Mm. Yeah. Um, in in hindsight, I see. That was a that was a real lesson. That was a real opportunity for me to grow, and that was an opportunity for me to call on God and really trust in Him. Like it, it revealed something that a weak point in me. Like, it made me, like, question: Did I really hear? Did I really hear God? Do I really know His voice? (laughs) You know. But it also revealed to me my strengths, um, what I'm capable of, um, that I am strong, that I am able to. Um, speak life into people into situations and stuff um yeah and what Mm. guada was saying before like sometimes we blame god but sometimes we blame satan for like (laughs) for you know our bad decisions like what keith was saying man like yeah we want to pin something on every anything else and everything else Mm. just so that we don't have to be responsible for our own so bad quick. decisions, yeah. that's yeah. so nuts, but yeah. <laughs> so, that if I'm getting convicted right now, I don't know about you guys, but mm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, bad things aren't always bad things, mm. and if we mm. make bad M-A. decisions, uh, like uh, if you mess up, just fess up, <laughs> and he'll forgive you, yeah. yeah. mm. he'll he'll M-A? correct you, yeah, yeah that's it, mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Something I wanted to had was god is not mocked whatever a man sows, so shall he reap mm-hmm. so i think like it's just like what uh, i forgot who said but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> said what? we blame god <laughs> oh, yeah. for oh, something okay, that so. we did who said uh, that Guada, oh, Guada. Guada. <laughs> yeah we blame god for something we did so it's like yeah we can get out of the blessing ourselves we do something yeah. um out of god's will we do something out of god's timing as well and then we reap exactly what we sowed. and it's like mm. and then it's like oh god look what you did yeah. and god's like no why i didn't yeah. t- who told you to do that yeah. and then it's a real awakening and something else i wanted to highlight was jesus went through bad stuff as well
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: he she got did. crucified oh <laughs> mm. that's the greatest bad thing. he got
0: crucified
2: <laughs> <laughs> suffered a criminal's death in the most yeah, humiliating right. way
0: yeah, he was stripped yeah. naked. He was yeah. beaten beyond any uh, any man. Yeah. He was unrecognizable. Yeah. You couldn't tell if he was beyond a man or woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was the person most undeserving so of yeah. the yeah. of that punishment. Yeah. 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 And then, even besides that, it was his cousin, John the Baptist. Mm. He got he yeah his he got beheaded, and his head was presented to Jesus on on a platter, just there. Yeah. You know. And you question like, why would Jesus yeah. have to go through that? Yeah. And the thing is, you just you have. It's in the Bible, so it's something that we're supposed to learn from. And Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus's response to that was to keep going, and he actually pro- that probably stirred him on to go at a at a greater intensity. Mm-hmm. And something that sticks in my mind was when uh, Gerard's mum passing, Pastor Rod came to the house, and he was like, he. This is something I've never seen before. It was like, what well, Pastor Rod's response was, I'm going to make the devil pay for what he did. Mm. Mm. Yeah, And it was like, the bad things happen, fine. And I guess sometimes you have to just go case by case yep. to determine why exactly it happened. It could yep. be an opportunity. It could be something that you did. Yeah, that's right. But the Holy Spirit and being blessed, like having that identity of you are blessed, it helps you go through that and respond a different way. So just like Jesus, just like Pastor Rod, on that day, mm. yeah, just make the devil pay. These bad things do happen, and it's not helpful to dwell and let it take you down. The only response that can help is to use that mm. as fuel to destroy yeah. the enemy. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's not God is doing that; it's the enemy. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Right.
5: Okay, so just to sort of reiterate what everyone said, I pulled out some scriptures while everyone was talking. Most of it is Jesus, Jesus speaking. Uh, one of them is from the letter of Romans. So let's go to uh, John sixteen thirty-three in the ESV. So the question is, why do bad things still happen as a Christian? So Jesus says in John 16, verse 33, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, mm. but take heart, I have overcome the world. Yes. Amen. Let's go to the next one. So Matthew seven, twenty-four to twenty-seven in the ESV. Jesus says again, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, mm. and the floods mm. came, and the That's winds blew verse. and beat on that house. But it did not fall on, because it had been founded on the on. rock. Yeah. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So Jesus actually doesn't promise a problem-free mm-hmm. That's life. That's right. He he promises a problem-proof housing. Yes. Right? Yes. Wow. So he, That's good. this is something that, yeah, Curry Blake said that he was like, um, Jesus doesn't, when you get into a relationship with Jesus, it doesn't mean problems from your life are completely eradicated. No. Jesus never promised a, a storm-free life. He promised a storm-proof life. Mm-hmm. The only condition that you need to do is to do the words of Jesus. Yeah. To listen to Him and to do the words. So I, I still have a couple more scriptures. Luke 13, 1-5 in the NLT. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Jesus says, Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all all the other people from Galilee? Jesus asked, Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too, unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about the 18 people who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them? Were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again, that unless you repent, you will perish too. Mm. So bad things are gonna happen. Whether you're Christian or not, bad things will happen. That's I don't know why, okay? I don't know why. But they do. But Jesus has provided an answer. He says, even if even if it happens, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Even if, even if that happens, yeah. even if this happens. One thing, one thing. When um, I was going through that season with my mum having cancer, and I was so scared of her dying, Pastor Paul said to me, "Gerard, if your mum dies, she goes straight to heaven. Not too bad of an upgrade, is it?" That's good. Yeah. And I and I took that. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Wow. Even if, even if that happens, she's going to be in heaven. Yeah. And even if. I'm going to hurt for a while. Mm. I'm going to be better at Amen. the end. Mm. Even if, and I, and I stuck to that. Yeah. We stick to these words that are said over our lives, that even if you know, even if you're broke, mm. even if you have a sickness or a disease, yeah. even if you broke your leg, even if your, your life is in shambles, Jesus will set you free. Jesus has provided an answer for you. And that answer can only be found in him. Yeah. Like we said in last week's podcast, abide in him. Mm. And him and you, right? Without him, you can't bear any fruit at all. Mm. You can do nothing without him. That's right. It's important to be in a relationship with Jesus. Okay. So last scripture yeah. uh, regarding this question: um, Why did bad things still happen as a Christian? So, like Jmo was saying, uh, Keith was saying. Sorry. Not all bad things are bad things. Mm. And even like even if the devil throws like a curveball at you that you weren't expecting. He makes all things work together for good for for the good of those who love him and according yeah. who and who are called, called according to his purpose. Yeah. Jesus will do that for you. He'll he'll use anything. He'll use everything in your life. That's right. You might even have your last cent. You might have like I was praying in the um the last podcast, a friend of ours on the other side of the podcast. We felt that they were in a really rough spot, and what the Holy Spirit was impressing to me was that they were suicidal and in that moment, your life, you feel like your life is worth nothing. But Jesus, he see, He sees you and says, you are worth dying for. And he That's did right. that. Mm-hmm. And if you were the only person he had to die for, he'd do it again. Yeah. Okay? So let me get that straight. So why do bad things still happen as a Christian? Even if, even if they happen, you have to be found, you have to be Foundationally secured in Christ. Yeah, that is the answer. It's not a storm-free life; it's a storm-proof life with Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jesus even led his disciples into a storm. He said, "We're going to go from, we're going to yeah. go across the, the yeah. river, uh, <laughs> the lake." And then what happened? They went into a storm, and then they freaked out. This the disciples who just witnessed Jesus do a miracle. <clears throat> they were freaking out, and they're like, "Jesus, don't you care? Like, mm. teacher, don't you care?" And what was Jesus' response to the disciples? You oh, ye of little faith." And sometimes, like when we go through that, go through the trials, we 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 have the same response. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's a humbling thing. <laughs> it's like, oh yes. Yeah. God will just. God sees the entire picture, and He just wants you to trust in Him.
5: Can I just yeah. add one more thing? Yeah. Romans five three to five in the ESV. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah. And I love how the Bible is connected, interconnected. So here's another verse that that applies. So James 1, 2 to 4. Cannot all joy, my brothers, when you go through trials of various kinds, yeah. because the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and steadfastness, uh, when it has its full effect, you may be found perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. Mm. So, mm. just like uh, if you can't be an overcomer if there's nothing to overcome, how do you know you have faith unless it's tested? Yeah. Mm. So you need to you need an opportunity to apply your faith. Yeah. When everything's going good, there's no Make test. Gold. You can't apply your faith. Everything's good, you yeah. know. But when everything sucks and it's like a, it's a trial, it's a test, that's the time you apply what you've learned in church. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. That's the time you apply what you learn in Lifehouse or when you've uh, when someone's talked to you one-on-one, someone's ministered to you. That's the time you apply that stuff. It's yeah. not the going through of that. like It's not the feeling of that crap. It, that doesn't mean that you have stuffed up. And all that stuff. No, that is actually the time where you are supposed to apply what you've learned.
4: Yeah. 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 Sorry, Can one hobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to you. add on to the scripture party.
2: We've got a lot of scriptures here, so take note, guys. So Hebrews chapter 12, verses from verses 5, it says, And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline Uh so yes the lord does discipline he disciplines and don't give up when he corrects you Mm. that's very unpleasant right Mm -hmm. for the lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child as Mm -hmm. you endure again with endurance this divine discipline remember that god is treating you as his own children Mm -hmm. who ever heard of a child who was never disciplined by its father If God doesn't discipline you as He does all of His children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really His children at all. Yikes. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the fathers of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us, so that we might share in His holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening; yeah. it's painful, mm, but it afterward is. there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those yeah. who are trained in his, in this way. Amen. So, like what, um, like on top of what Shane was saying, she was like, you know, we ask Lord change me, mm. Lord correct me, and then when the correction comes, we start. You start complaining. What's going on? You know yeah. what's happening. All these, all these, yeah. all these problems. You know, I've, I, I heard someone say, like, Lord, I asked for strength, so He sent me problems. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, I, I asked for patience. I asked for patience. Yeah. And, and He and He sent me things to be uh,
0: patient about.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you know, I asked for wisdom, and He He gave, he gave me equations to solve. Mm. You know, things like that. So, yeah, not all things are bad. Or oh, not all bad things are bad. Sometimes it is God molding you into the person He wants you to be. Yeah. And we need we need to. Be thankful even in the midst yeah. of circumstance and trouble. So Amen. praise God. Can I go? Go cool. for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs>
5: All right. Uh, so one thing I'm thinking about right now is the story of Joseph in Genesis. Yeah. Joseph wow. was beaten up. Wow-y. He was sold by his his brothers, his family. Could you wow. imagine you getting beat up by your brothers or your sisters or whatever, and then you get sold to another country as a slave? He gets a job as a, as a servant, a slave in, in an officer of Pharaoh. Is his name Potiphar? Yeah. Yeah. Potiphar is the officer um, of Pharaoh. So he he becomes his slave. And then Potiphar's wife accuses him of raping her. Mm -hmm. So Joseph gets sent to jail for ages. Mm -hmm. He meets people in the jail and they're let out before he does. So he's the last one out. He gets out. Finally, after all that crap, Mm -hmm. getting beaten up by his brothers, being sold, Mm -hmm. betrayed by his brothers, being accused of rape, by some random lady in a house that the his 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 master's wife gets put in jail for years and then he he gets he's failed to get recognized and then finally the one of the the prisoners who were with joseph finally remembered him in front of pharaoh they're like oh actually i remember this guy I was in the prison with how do you not remember him right so he finally remembers Joseph was in the prison with him and had a gift of, of uh, interpreting dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pharaoh has a dream. Joseph interprets it to a T, 100% accuracy. And Joseph is promoted to being second in charge <gasps> over all of Egypt. 2IC, baby. Second in charge. Okay? So he gets promoted into that. And at the end of it, it says, um, the things that were meant for evil, God meant it for my good. Mm-hmm. The things that seem evil, right? That it have that have this this evil thing about them, being beaten up, being accused of rape, being all this stuff. God will turn. God will use it for His good, for your good, whatever that looks like, right? So, uh, me being broke. God promised me life and life abundantly. He promised me that He will supply all my needs according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He will supply seed to the sower. He will, like the the scriptures say that he will supply all my needs. And I wasn't getting supplied for Does that God, Does that make God a, a liar? No, God was waiting. He, and he was waiting for the right opportunity because if I got blessed like that, I'd just be spoiled. I'd just be a spoiled kid. God was waiting for my heart to change. So he used my season of life of being broke to break that um, idolatry of money in my life. And he used it for my good. And when I was in that... Um, in that state, the last, the last thing I thought about when I got paid that you know, three hundred, five hundred dollars a fortnight was blessing somebody. I kept it all for myself. When I got blessed that a thousand, a hundred dollars within a couple, a, a few days, sorry, not a couple, a few days, the first thing on my mind was who do I give this to? Mm. It felt like the money wasn't mine. Even people gave it to me. I knew it was from the Lord. So God. Use that season of my life to sort of shift my focus and say, "Gerard, you've got an idol in your heart, and it's money. You serve money and not me." And I didn't see that at that point. But when I fixed my heart, and the Lord was like, "Okay, this is the right time. I'm going to bless you, son. You you've passed the test. Here you go. Here's the provision that I promised. Here's this that I promised." Abraham, walking through the wilderness for years and years and years and years and years, got to see the promised land. He only got to see it. He didn't, he didn't get to walk through it. He had to go through all this crap, all the murmuring of his people. He had to deal with people. He had to deal with all these different things. There's so, um, there's so many different examples of people enduring. If you look, if you want a more recent um, example, is um, the apostles were getting persecuted. James was murdered in, in the book of Acts, and they were still they were still preaching the gospel like there's 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 so many different instances where um where Christians are facing all this lack and all this punishment quote unquote all this different stuff paul was beaten with rods mm. shipwrecked betrayed by his own people um what else the, there's the there's a scripture in, is it stoned. Corinthians stoned yeah. there's Stone. stoned not stoned. not stoned like the mary janes you know uh, nice. He he got stoned like people would throw rocks at him as big as as big as your head and yeah. they would throw rocks um, at him and do, with the intent to kill. Yeah. yeah. So he he had that happen to him. And still he pushed on forward. He pressed on. Yeah. One thing I do, I forget what's behind and press on to the to the upward call of Christ Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen.
0: Something I did want to highlight from what you shared was Joseph, that whole process took so much time. Mm. Like it wasn't just a month. Yeah. No, and something yeah. that I, 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 I we s- talked about in Keith's one was he suffered chronic pain for seven years, six yeah. six years, nearly seven years. Constant. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like this stuff takes time. And the picture I get is like when you're, when you're crafting clay, you need to put it in the kiln for... The right amount of time. If you take it out too early, it'll crack. Mm. If you take it out too uh, late, and then it's stuffed. You have to take it out at the perfect time because we're clay and he's molding us. Yeah, it takes time. Mm. So if you're going through stuff and it's been like that for years, I just, uh, yeah, just be encouraged because you're in good company. Because, like, how many heroes in the Bible waited? Mm. You have to wait. And a, a pure, a pure test of faith is time, like you have to wait. Because if someone is saying that they believe and then they just wait one day and then they stop, they weren't in faith, yeah? You are a man and woman of faith, then you're going to believe no matter what until it happens. Amen. Amen. All right, let's move on to the last questions and we'll and we'll finish it off here. So what are recent revelations and principles that you've learned Something that you've applied and you've experienced the fruit of, Keith. All right,
1: thanks, Jello. Hello again, Jello, and everybody. Okay, <laughs> so blessings in my life. Yeah. What are principles that you've applied? Principles. So, I had a hunger. It started for me with a hunger. So it started with a hunger that I just don't. I don't want to just have experienced a little bit of God. I want to experience all of God. So how I applied was just making personal time reading the Bible, reading the scriptures in my private sanctuary, private room, getting rid of all the noise and just believing what it says. Mm. So in the word of God, it says, I've made you the head and not the tail. I've I've, I've I've, blessed you with health. I've blessed you with provisions. And a big thing for me is confessing by Jesus stripes I was healed and mm. confessing and just speaking and speaking and speaking it. And uh, what I do know is, it, you know something's working when your flesh is just, just getting sick or tired of healing it all the time, but then it's just that's just getting started, man. You're just getting started. You're getting pumped up. You're getting pumped up. You keep on saying, but Jesus drives, I'm healed. I'm healed. I am, I am set free. So it's repetition, but it's also in, in power and in obedience to what God is saying. So I had to just keep on doing that. I had to change the way I was literally thinking. And when we think about that we think about, okay, well, what does God say? I want to speak that because there's too many distractions in life. Mm. So I want to say, yeah, God has made me healthy, wealthy, and wise. He wants my soul to prosper, but how come I don't feel like that? Okay, so I'm going to change what I'm speaking. And the moment I get a thought, I'm going to choose to be a blessing to somebody. So it's a heart of giving. I think it, for me, it started with freely your received freely you have received freely give so mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. want to give what i have and i can know that that can help somebody
0: yeah something so. I've, i think is mm. in operation in you is walking in love because yeah. love does not seek its own yeah. and then when you walk in love you're walking in god because god is love
1: god is love yeah yeah and
0: then that's where you start to flow in the in the blessing of god because you're in god
1: you're in god yeah yeah
0: and another thing i think of recognizing in you is Philippians 4:8. It says, "Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, mm. whatsoever things are lover, lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there are any, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things." So, mm. it's like when you were in that season of chronic pain, you had to force yourself oh, yeah. to not think. Mm. just self-pity because once you get into that self-pity self-centeredness thing you've cut off your connection with love because you're now no longer in love yeah you're in self-centeredness that's right and then that opens the door to all this Mm. death Mm. so yeah i think the main takeaway from that is self-centeredness is is the one that opens the door to all the crap Mm. and then when you walk in love that's the that's that opens the door to blessing
1: and that love and that um, it's like the drive, of the lot is my strength and it wasn't in, in in those times especially it's like revealed to me man i feel like i feel so much in pain like my soul my body my mind everything at once and i'm like the the more i think about my pain the more i think about how i feel in the worse it becomes it intensifies mm. but what i can clearly say is that when i chose to be an example to someone else who's going through even something worse, or if if not the same, something really worse, or it doesn't have to be something worse. It's just another condition of illness. We're here for you. God loves you, and I wanted to give spirit of life to them. I wanted to operate in that blessing. So blessing, whether it be a handshake, we transfer the blessing over. Man, mm. amen. Jema. Yeah, I just
2: wanted to share a scripture that basically summarizes exactly what you're saying. Um, talking about being able to comfort people who can relate to the to you know a situation that you've been through. So, in Second Corinthians chapter one, verses three to four, it says, "Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those." any trouble Mm. with the comfort we ourselves receive from god Mm. so that just summarizes exactly what you're saying keith like and this summarizes basically the troubles that we go through you know when when god comforts us we can now come from a position of fruit to say i've Mm. been there yeah i can relate to you this is the solution yeah god has done this in my life and i can promise you that if you trust in him he'll do the same we go through these troubles because yeah it builds our character but it also gives us an opportunity to say I am with you and Jesus is the perfect example of that. He went through all temptation. Every single bit of temptation, went through every bit of trouble, and this is why he can completely and truly and utterly sympathize and empathize with us because he went through all of it. Yeah. All of it. And this is why mm. we can trust in him. Yeah. Because he came on top. He still managed to get through. He says, "Look, if I can do it, you can do it with me." Mm. Mm. Tempted so in every way, yet without th- sin. That's yeah. ex- yep, exactly right. So so yeah, thanks for sharing that, Keith. Um, am I answering your question? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, um, <laughs> very simply, I actually shared this today, uh, part of my preaching. Um, so I was instructed to start a business, and so this is talking about a principle where God has shown me. Uh, so God instructed me to start a business, yeah. and um, in saying that, I had I didn't have the funds to do it. Mm. I didn't have did, I didn't have the resources to achieve what He wanted me to 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 start. Anyways, I said, God, um, I don't know how I'm going to start this. And all he said was, do not worry. Mm. Trust me. Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, and I will add this onto you. So I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. So without hesitation, went straight for it, kind of Mm. dove into it, and just trusted that God will provide for my needs. And he he also says that he makes all grace abound to you. All grace abound to you for every good work. Okay. So I saw this as a good work that God has instructed me to do. Yeah. Long story short, I just before I started the business, I still didn't have the funds, and as I was going to start it, I heard God say, "Do not worry." So I said, "All right, let's start it." And all of a sudden, He, he sends—I believe He sends—someone. Mm. Someone comes to me, comes across my path, and he goes, "How's the business going?" Mm. I said, "I haven't started it yet." And he goes, "Why? Why not?" And I said to him, "Well, I just don't have the funds." And then he goes to me, "How much you need?" Mm. And I said, "Excuse me." He's like, how much you need? I said, oh, come on, man. I can't I can't do that to you. He goes, Look, I've seen your vision. You've shared it with me. I want to contribute and make this happen with you because this is big. Like he sees it. And keep in mind, this guy is not a Christian. He is not a believer. He is not someone. I don't know what he believes in. I don't know if he believes in karma, but I what I believe is that God used him in that action of making all grace abound to me for every good work. And then he used him as a person where, where, who had the resource to do it. Mm. So God brought him in, sent through what I needed, when I needed it, at the exact time I needed it. So that's a, that's just an example of of God and his principle of seeking first his kingdom and his mm. righteousness and making all grace abound to you for every good work happening. So yeah, something very... One of the very few things that God does in my life, but I just want to share that. So if, if you're one of those people who... Are thinking about maybe starting a business or thinking about starting this career or starting to study, but you're too afraid because you feel like you don't have you don't have on you the the um, the resources to start it. Mm. Trust God. Trust that if you do it, God will provide. But yeah. you got to be in communion with Him first. Yeah. Don't just presume that because you're doing it, mm. He's gonna He's gonna you know He's gonna provide what you need. It yeah. needs to be instruction. Listen to Him. Yeah. Mm. If He tells you to do it, that's when you do it. Yeah. Okay. So. Praise God, he will provide all your needs when you need it at the right time. Yeah. I just wanted
0: to um, say, did you mean one of many things that God has been doing to you? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Sorry, what did I say? You said one of few. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm like, oh. oh, no. No, no, sorry. <laughs> no, prayer, no, no, <laughs> <bro>? <laughs> Yeah, one of many. One of many. <laughs> yeah. Many, many. Praise God. Yeah, the water.
3: Cool. <laughs> um, you know what? The verse that God reminded me of what you were sharing, because this guy wasn't a Christian, right? Um I think it's it goes I'm just paraphrasing, yeah. Okay. Um it says the wealth of the wicked belongs to the righteous. Mm. And um Keith briefly shared it, that um God doesn't withhold anything to those who who is right standing with God. So you have to be in right standing with God. Yeah? Mm. Okay, that's all I want to share. But what was the question again? <laughs> what a,
0: what is the principle that you have applied? <laughs>
3: what is the principle? Awesome. Cool. Um what I see, right? Like what God showed me is um, God has already made avail- available all the things that we need. He's already made it available for us. He knows what we need. It's already there. It's present. Yeah. But we have to be present as well. Mm. Yeah. And what and what God showed me was that when I meet with Him, right, I always carry something with me, like mm. a bucket, because God is all about filling, filling you up. So mm. if you're not present and you're not ready how can you be filled, <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. And what God showed me was that this is already made available for you, yeah? Like, God will pour into the cup if you bring the cup there, yeah? Like what I showed on the last um, podcast, that God is all about faith action. If you bring the cup there, and if you have faith that God's going to fill it up, God's going to fill it up, all right? So that's what God showed me, is that, yeah, you have to step in because all these things are have already ma- made available for you it's already there you just have to be ready you just have to be present just like how um like how the holy spirit um we are to be like um an examples of jesus right yeah the holy spirit needs a vessel you have to be present you have to be ready god needs a vessel yeah so in that same way in that sense what i was sharing yeah, you have to be present. You have to be there. You have to be ready. Because all these things are already there mm. for you. <laughs> like, you just have to go to it. Yeah? Like, the verse that I, every day, I always meditate on is taste and see. <laughs> taste mm. and see that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who take refuge in Him. Yeah. Who who takes, um yeah, refuge in Him. Who camps in Him. Whose confidence is in God. You How can you taste food if you don't put it in your mouth? Yeah? its faith action so yeah put put it into action what you have been l- learning what you have been declaring the word of god put it into action just be present because god's already present he's he's ready he's just waiting for you he's waiting for you to move okay praise god mm. <laughs> that's all i want to share yeah. thank you yeah.
0: like showing up you got to be there
3: yeah, yeah that's right
0: yeah do the word don't be a, just a hearer yeah. deceiving yeah. yourselves chan <laughs>
4: for me lately it's just been like I was saying before in the last podcast in Psalms 1 like delighting in his word and so meditating on it until like man becomes like you love to read it because it's real right. um, and and until it becomes you know reality I was sharing a testimony of how God provided for uh, it was, you know, a, a wedding dress, <laughs> right? And um, God provided for it, and I didn't tell anybody. Mm. And that's so crazy, <laughs> you know. God uh, sometimes He'll instruct you to tell someone mm-hmm. um, to let, li- like, to confide in someone, um, because sometimes, like, that person is just waiting for you to give yep. them the exact amount. Mm-hmm. But with this one, um, I f- I just felt inside of me like. Just to keep it between me and God. Yeah. Um, and then, like, yeah, like it. The finance came. There was there was a time where like we were all giving into uh, Guada's business. Mm. I gave an amount. <laughs> 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 I gave a certain amount, and it was it was all that I had. Mm-hmm. It was all that I had saved up, and that w- took me a while to save up. Mm. (laughs) to be honest it like back in the day it wasn't easy for me to save up but praise god anyway (laughs) Mm. um and then i i gave that and then so i only had a certain amount left to get this dress Mm. um and then yeah i was just praying to god i wasn't really praying like you know god um uh, i really need this finance i i need it for this dress i was just like god If this, if I'm supposed to have this dress, I know you'll make a way. Mm. I'll know you provide. So then, yeah, uh, he, while I was at work cleaning, he reminded me of a verse that, like, it's my mom's favorite verse Um, God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Mm. And she says this every day. Mm. Um, She declares this over her life every day. So if any parents are watching, are like listening watching Mm. like your kids listen (laughs) um so i'm an example of that and so um yeah i i just like decided to repeat that and say it out loud while i was vacuuming at work Mm. um just over and over again and then as i was saying it it started to make sense Mm. it started to make more sense than what i like my original understanding of it was, yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. it's by His riches and glory. Yeah, like I don't have to uh, work too mm. hard for it. Like God, it's mm-hmm. it's it's in His riches and glory, mm. through Him. Yeah, so I can access that because I'm in relationship with Him. Mm. Yes. So and so I just kept like as I was meditating on it, speaking it out loud because you know there is death and life in the power of the tongue. Your confession is so powerful. Yeah. Guada preached that yeah. the other week. Um, declaration. Yeah, declaration, the power of declaration. And it's true. Like, yeah. test it out. Like, it, it'll it work as it did for me. Mm. And I will tell you how it worked. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the like, it was either the day before or two days before. And I still don't have. I still don't have the finance, like enough to make a deposit, or no, to pay off this dress. Yeah. And then someone messaged me, texted me, "I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna give you something." Wow. And um, I didn't tell this person. Mm. <laughs> like I said, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell Yang. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like to me, this is like when I'm when I met. This person, I'm like shaking my boots hmm. and it's like, ooh, I'm like getting excited because mm-hmm. I, I, inside me, I'm like kind of <laughs> expected to receive something. <laughs> right. And then, and then she gave me the exact amount. Well, the what exact amount. The exact amount of what I needed left right. or, or to make that, to make the purchase, well. to, to take it. Oh yeah. my gosh. And so... It was so, um, I know, you know, we all know that God is a good provider, mm. that he is Jehovah Jireh, but it's so different when you actually, like, experience it. Yeah. And then you don't tell anyone else about your needs, yeah. but he's there. You. N- it makes such a difference to know that God hears your prayers, mm. that He's he knows the inner thoughts of your heart, mm. and he knows the desires of your heart. A- another verse says, you know, when you take delight in the Lord... He shall grant you the desires of your heart. Yeah, And so, yes. So take delight in the Lord. Mm. That's that's one of um, the things that I've been dwelling on right now, mm. taking delight in Him. Yeah. S- yeah, it's really, like above all else, like we could say so much things, but it's mostly about relationship, hey? Mm. <laughs> like love God. Yeah, Love God. And because He cares for you, He'll take care of every little thing that you have to give to him, like, roll it off to him. Mm. He wants to care for you. He wants to provide. Yep. Let him provide. Like yep. Let him do his job. Yep. <laughs> let him love you, Mario. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But, uh, yes,
0: let God love you. Let God love you. <laughs> um, yes. Like, something that um, I'm noticing in all the four of you who've shared is, like, the principles you've shared. Is something that I see people in the world do already, but they don't. They just don't. They don't give glory to God. They don't say that they. It came from the Bible. It, it's like all come. F- it all comes from people that preach what the Bible says, and then that gets influenced to another person, and just carries on, and they just see the fruit. A, a video I watched. There's a secular guy, businessman. He admits that all of their business philosophy, and all the business philosophy that makes everyone successful currently comes from this guy named jim Rohn, and jim Rohn gets all of his material from the bible and this is a secular guy admitting that Mm. and like like for example what cheyenne shared it sounds very much like law of attraction like Mm. you're just confessing something you're speaking it out and you're letting it come to you Mm. and so many people have seen results from that attracting like i've heard people say like they just confess over themselves i don't chase i attract whatever belongs to me comes to me and then they share testimony of things that have come to them job op- job opportunities mm. yeah, yeah. and these guys aren't christian yep. right so like this principle works and when they exclude god from it it's it's a bad thing and like it talks about it in i talked about it in the last podcast how in the last days people have a form of godliness and reject god reject the power thereof yeah. and avoid these people it says <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah it's like all this all these principles in the world are counterfeits to mm. what god has said yeah because just like what Jemison said last episode god's blessing has no sorrow attached to it and you can easily pinpoint you can pick out the people the celebrities that have have the blessing they have the success but they have so much sorrow Right, they yeah. they want to commit suicide, and like people even talk about how the their richest friends are the most depressed. So, mm. all these principles, just be encouraged. They work, so we do them. Mm. So I'll share mine. Okay, mine is really fun. <laughs> uh, it's in Proverbs six. Mm. So this is something that has really helped bless my mind <laughs> because um, maybe I, I haven't seen the like financial fruit yet, but it really has set me free in areas. So Proverbs 6.6. It says, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. All right, so something that I've noticed in myself was just a lack of commitment. I think it was like God just revealed it to me, where I was scared to commit to giving my all. And I think the reason why that happened for me personally was I was afraid that if I do that, I'll be burnt out and there'll be nothing that comes from it. Or another reason could be if I give my all and I realize that my all is not good enough. But this verse says, go to the ant and just just think of an ant right now. An ant, no one tells an ant what to do. No one encourages the ant, (laughs) right? No one uh, takes the ant aside one-on-one and be like, hey, are you okay? or like no one follows up on the ant no one keeps the ca- ant accountable yet it still works yeah. isn't that like isn't that just wonderful <laughs> like isn't that just god and i'm like he says go to the ant and i'm like i'm an i'm not an ant but i have the mindset of an ant like no one has yeah. to follow up on me mm. no one has to keep me accountable because this is what i'm born to do which is to work that's right which is to be productive mm. And while ever you're not productive, you'll find that your your soul starts to die. Mm-hmm. Your, mm-hmm. Stu- your soul starts to get depressed because you're not doing anything. Th- there's no meaning to your life, and there's no there's no sense of uh,
4: purpose.
0: Purpose. I was about to say good. <laughs> 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 there's nothing good. Like, but when you start to work, um, something I've learned as well in the world is that the brain training exercises, they actually do nothing. Like, you know, the Nintendo DS big brain Really? Thing? Yeah, they don't do anything. Oh, man. Like, uh, <laughs> they don't do anything towards... Uh, oh, Dr. Count- What's-His-Face? Yeah. Kakawashi or something? Yeah. I don't know. They don't do anything towards counteracting, um, what do you call it, Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. The only thing that does is exercise. Oh, so isn't that weird, no. right? So it works. We're born to work. Yep. We're born to exert. Mm. And this is something that we all try to avoid. This is something that I've tried to avoid because I want to do things with as m- as minimal work as possible. And like there's a time for that where you optimize and stuff like that, but you're not mm-hmm. supposed to shy away from doing work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The The stuff that God wants us to do in our life require so much commitment and so much work. And that's not to discourage you from doing it. That's just to let you know what it takes. Uh, a quote that I really like is, you have to be willing to do the things that others won't do yep. in order to achieve the things that others won't achieve. Mm. That's good. So if you're lazy, then you're just like 90% of the world. So don't be lazy. Be like an ant. Be an ant. Okay. okay. okay.
2: Don't be <laughs> ant, man. Don't be <laughs> ant, be man. Be like an ant.
0: Be like an ant. No one has to follow up on you. No one has to keep you accountable. You work. You just do it. Do it. Because that's what you're born to do. Gerard.
5: Alrighty. <laughs> um, so one thing I've learned recently is stewardship. Not so much mm. in the financial thing, but stewarding what God has given to me in terms of people. Mm. So let's go to Acts 20. Um Acts 20, 20:28 in the amplified classic it says take care and be on your guard for you, be on guard for yourselves and the whole flock over which the holy spirit has appointed you bishops and guardians to shepherd tend and feed and guide the church of the lord or of god which he obtained for himself buying it and saving it himself for himself with his own blood praise god so just to make it a little more simple ESV, uh, English Standard Version, says pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to take to care for the church of God which he obtained with his own blood. So I got this scripture, I think it was before lockdown or no, just I think in between lockdown we made a decision to combine uh, the young adult Bible studies again. Um, and that. Uh, that last lesson for my group, uh, I was getting feedback and criticism. I'm not the best with criticism. I'm trying to get better. And I was like, all right, if I get criticized, I can't take it to heart. I just have to um, cop it on the chin and go to God about it. So the guys are saying all this stuff. Um, one after the other, it's hitting, it's piercing my heart. It's like, dang, is this is this what the guys really think about me? And I go to God. And I'm just in my in my car. I'm driving there. Oh, I thank God Christine was in the room after that that um, video call, because she really encouraged me. I was I sh- I felt shattered as a leader. Um, and uh, on the way home that night, I remember like I'm pretty sure it was that night where I was like, man, am I a good leader or what? Like everyone said something. And it just made me sound like a crap leader. And I felt like a crap leader after that. Um, And I had all these questions to God. I was like, God, what do I do? And then the Lord brought this scripture to me. Shepherd the flock of God. Tend and care. Tend to and care for. He says, if you had a garden, how would you make that garden prosper? How would you make it flourish? You tend to and you care for it. And then he says to me, Gerard, why do you think Paul wrote, wrote so many letters? Why do you think Peter wrote letters to the church? Why do you think majority of the New Testament is letters to churches and believers? In Rome, in, Rome, um, in Corinth, in Ephesus, in Philippi, he says to me, Paul was falling up on them. I say, like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it now. And that, it, because at that point, I just felt that I was just made a leader, just for like, you know, potential and whatever. I didn't see it as God appointing me as a, a leader, a, a shepherd of the flock of God. So in terms of stewarding these people, I have a new perspective on doing that. So I have this perspective that this isn't my flock, it's God's. So say, you know, if Jello had a Lambo and he goes, Gerard, you can have the Lambo for a week. I'm going away. Um, just, just don't do t- um, anything too crazy. He says to me, "How would you treat that?" I said, I'd, "I'd treat it with the utmost respect. I wouldn't even dent it. I'd be scared to drive it. I'd, I'd make sure I'm super, super careful, not even to scratch it, and not to even like change the way the grooves are in the seat because of how Jello sits on the chair. Like you know, I'd take it. I'd take this thing so seriously. I'd store that with my heart. And then he says. That's the same thing with the flock. This is my flock. One thing that I was sort of arguing with God a couple weeks ago, every time I, I preach at church, whether that's tithes offering um, or communion or just preaching the word of God for, um, for the sermon, whatever, I'm al- I always end up in this place of rebuking the church. And I was just like, God, like this is so intense. I was like, God, I don't want these people like, you know, getting discouraged and stuff like that. And mind you, like the, the rebuke comes out of love because I've seen these guys' potential. I've seen how the Lord sees them. I see how the Lord changed me and all of us here in the room. And I think that's available for every believer. Mm-hmm. So my my goal was to spur them on. He says to me, Gerard, is this my flock or yours? He's like, it's yours. He's like, okay, so obey me. Do what I say. This is my flock. Mm-hmm. And I know what's best for my kids. It's like, It's Okay, Lord, I trust you do that so in terms of stewarding what the lord has given me that's a new revelation of what it's like to steward um, what god has given you so yeah. a blessed life like if you invest in people like even worldly um, business people say um invest your time in people because yeah. people are, are the greatest asset to like a empathy. business. yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so if worldly people are doing that they're following what the bible says like yeah. what jello was saying before so there's um there's that In terms of finance, um, there's a scripture in Luke where it says those who who are faithful in a little will be faithful in much. Mm. Mm. If you can't be trusted with what's been given you, how can um, you be trusted with the true riches of heaven? So if you can't steward properly what God has given you at this moment in time, you might be just a casual or something doing casual work and you're just, you know, You're placing bets on horses, placing bets on what uh, blaze, yeah, sports bet. You're placing bets on what color Gladys' blazer is going to be at the conference. Like there's there's this stuff that happened in lockdown, right? You're you're placing these bets, you're gambling or, you know, you're putting money into things that you shouldn't be, you know, drugs and um, Mm. um, memberships to porn and stuff like that. Mm. Memberships to all these different things that aren't really, you know, edifying you at all. How are you going to steward what God gives you? the true riches of heaven. How are you going to do that? You can't. So God wants to, wants you to be faithful in a little. So it's funny because I I was the the youth leader before Jamie and guards me, Christine and Victoria. We were the 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 youth leaders. And in hindsight, like Shane was saying, hindsight's the best teacher. I didn't prioritize encounter, them having an encounter with Jesus. I prioritized lessons and teaching and not relationship and I made life, Bible study with the kids. I made Bible study with the kids this place of, you know, if we have food, they'll come. If we have a fun game at the start, they'll come. And I'm grieved by that now because I was in a wrong heart attitude. If I make this about them and not about God, I failed. Mm. I, made, I made it about keeping them in and not letting God in into them. Mm. So there's this, there was a shift after that transition. There was a shift after being a young adult leader. What I know now, like I wished, I, I, it's too late now. But I wish I did that for the kids. I wish we did that, like we prioritized just spending time with the Lord, and we weren't so much about games and food. We made this thing where kids will come if they, if there's food involved. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm sort of the same. Like, if there's food, I'm in, bro. Don't worry about it. Count me in. But look, the important thing for that revelation for me was to make sure that these people. Whether they're young or old, to encounter Jesus. Mm. If I can steward the presence of God, then I feel like I've done my job right. So if I can steward steward what the Lord has given me, then you know I'm be, I, I'm, I'm rambling on a little bit, but um, anyway, what the Lord has taught taught me is stewardship, stewardship mm. of people mm. and finance. So yeah,
0: yeah, it's good. Mm. Well, that is that is time <laughs> where we went over time, but that was good. I hope that was valuable to you. I hope you got some value out of that. I hope, as always, uh, you're able to take something and run with it. Mm -hmm. So we'll just end with prayer, and I'll pray. (sighs) Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the people listening on the other end. I thank you, Lord, that you know exactly what they're going through. You know exactly what they need. And I thank you, Lord, even before we ask, you know exactly what they need. So I thank you, Lord, for your will and your kingdom to come in their life as it is in heaven. I thank you, Father God, you don't withhold anything from those who walk uprightly. And I thank you, Father God, that just like what they heard today, how to do things your way, as they start to walk and live the way you want them to live, I thank you, Father God, you will not withhold any blessing, you will not withhold anything good. In Jesus' name. So I release... The blessing I release, love, joy, peace in Jesus' name to whoever's listening. The sound of my voice, be blessed in Jesus' name. And anyone who wants to start a relationship with God, just repeat this. Heavenly Father, I come before you. I ask that you come into my life. I make you my Lord. I acknowledge Jesus as my Savior died and rose from the dead and from this day forth my life is yours in your name I pray amen amen, amen. thank you guys for listening I hope you guys enjoyed that this is our first uh, the last uh, the last one was the first one <laughs> but we're back in person hope you guys missed us because we we're miss, back we miss, we miss you. you all right bye. <laughs> tuning in to harvest now conversations we hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected you can follow us on youtube facebook instagram and tiktok at harvest now church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content you can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question until next time stay blessed and see you in the next podcast